Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things that I think are worth your time. So if everything went the way it's supposed to go, you should be getting two episodes this week. The first one will drop on Monday, so this is in the past. My current present timelines are weird, so should already be an episode in your feed, and then this one will come out after that. Uh, the previous one was... Uh, thanks to a special guest that I had. And then this one will be the normal solo podcast that you get week to week. So I hope you guys really enjoyed that last one. It's not going to be an every week occurrence. I don't want to change what this podcast is entirely. I just want to add some extra side fun things, especially right now when everybody's at home and needs more content. So I provide. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so this one will be the first of its kind. I like doing new things, and I don't want to repeat myself all the time with uh, a certain content recommendation. So this week, and I know it's mega late, and I know, yes, I am years past the uh, the point where this was all over uh, the gaming news, but this week it's going to be Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a video game. Now, for those of you that are on Xbox. I'm sorry. Uh, This is one of those exclusive ones that I think only just recently went to PC. So you have all the PC players coming over, which is great because I think a lot of them didn't know about this game or they did know about this game and couldn't play it unless they had a PS4. But now, now they're able to jump into this new game Uh, for them. And of course, when I say new, those are air quotes there, but of course you can't see them. So Horizon Zero Dawn came out in 2017. So this is a few years behind the curve. But for me, why, why did I start playing this? Well, A, you know, being on lockdown, you tend to explore and check out games that you wouldn't have thought to check out in the past. And for me, I've been really diving deep into third-person games. So for me, I was really hesitant to play third-person games. And this means that you are, you're not seeing from the character's perspective, you know, like out of their eyes. You're kind of floating behind them and you watch them run around to do all the things. Players that play a lot of first-person shooters know this all too well. And that's basically what I did. I played Call of Duty or Destiny or Destiny 2. Lots of lots of shooter games where you need to be in the eyes of the character, you know, to play. And so I was really hesitant on third-person games. Like before this, I played, you know, stuff like Spyro is probably one of the, uh, one of the first third-person games that I ever played. Or, you know, you of course you have like Mario or Mario Kart, stuff like that. But when it came to open-world type games like third person i was just like eh, it wasn't really my thing but then about a month or two ago i decided to give a couple a shot and so i started with the uncharted series uh and i played through all of those and those are amazing by the way uh, a side recommendation they're a little bit dated uh and you can tell that in the graphics but the stories for those games are phenomenal and if they ever came out with an uncharted 5 like i would buy that in an instant but those are really great i played (laughs) i played the last of us which uh, no i'm gonna get a lot of flack for but uh, i didn't think it was that great i thought it was really beautiful but last of us for me was meh 
is a very uh, dated story when it comes to like zombies and, you know, a father figure and a daughter figure and, you know, trying to survive in a zombie apocalypse. Like that's been done and done and done. So for me, I didn't really care too much. Uh, I'll still be playing the second one, but again, like it didn't really do anything for me. It was just kind of going through to finish the story because it was, you know, so recommended to me. But Horizon Zero Dawn is the first game that uh, when I've been doing all this that I can easily say is a 10 out of 10 for me. And for those of you that don't know, I'm very critical when it comes to video games. I don't write for anything and I don't like officially review anything, but you know, I have a close group of friends and we talk about games back and forth and you know, what ones we find better than others. And so when it comes to this experience where I was going through some older games and playing new playing them that were new for me, I didn't play any 10s. I didn't think The Last of Us was a 10. I didn't think any of the Uncharted ones were a 10. I thought the stories were amazing and I love them. But when it gets down to like gameplay mechanics and how interactive and, you know, how everything works as a game, I didn't really think that they were 10 worthy. And then I played Horizon Zero Dawn and I actually just finished the game plus the expansion uh, this past week. And Horizon Zero Dawn is something special. I think that the first thing that is going to catch your attention is just how beautiful it is. Just the graphics alone. Like you could just sit there and just watch like the background and the scenery change and the different animals coming by and, and everything because it's an open world. You can go wherever you want within the map. But you can go anywhere. You can go anywhere. You can do just about anything. Uh, and everything changes. And just like the landscape, the sky, like the stars, the moon, the, the everything. All the little details change. They don't ever stay the same, but they are all equally beautiful. And I think that was something that I I really needed, especially right now. Things are not exactly happy-go-lucky in the world right now. And I think I really needed something that was fun, something I could get lost in, something that uh, I could just kind of sit back and stare at for a little bit. Even if I was just like glancing at my phone for something, like I could just look back up at the screen and I'm just like, oh, wow, you know, that's really nice. And just like take a deep breath and just enjoy. But it gets better because the just the story overall is something for me was definitely new when I hadn't really heard of before. And I'm sure I'm sure there are games and I'm sure there are novels and I'm sure there are books and stories that go into this type of but I'd never heard of any. And so for me, all of this is new. And the story basically centers around this young girl who doesn't know where she comes from and is raised by a man that's an outcast of uh, the tribe of people that he lives by or near. And so he raises her and then at a certain point there's like a trial that she has to compete in and then she's accepted among the, the tribe. But it gets so much deeper than that because as she goes through all this she starts learning new intricacies of like the society she learns about like the earth and what it actually looks like she she knew it was a globe so yeah spoilers uh the the earth is not flat sorry to break it to you but she knew this based on science and the things that she was studying as a kid she's always known it was a globe based on the re the reflection on the moon and it is really cool because you don't want to keep hearing about the the earth is flat 
and uh, that our main character is, you know, dumb because she's not. She's brilliant and she's brave and she's <laughs> brave. Uh, that's a pun for uh, any of you that uh, actually played the game and are just listening to this. Or if you do play the game in the future and you come back and listen to this, that little pun, you'll, you'll appreciate it. So moving along, she meets tons of new characters, but one that really stood out for me was a character named Silence. And he is played and acted by none other than Lance Riddick. And so as a Destiny player, Destiny 1 and 2, I am very familiar with him because he plays another character in that universe. His name is Zavala in that character, or in that universe, and... I'm not really a huge fan of his in there, but I do love his voice, and I can really appreciate him. And then in this world, he plays a very different character than the Vanguard Guardian that we have in Destiny. So it's very interesting to see him play a, you know, a 180 from where he was at. But he honestly sold this for me. Um, I was playing along and don't get me wrong, like I was already hooked, but the moment that I heard his voice, I was like, Hey, I know that guy It's one of those moments. I think everybody has these moments where, uh, you're listening to a song or like a podcast or a book or, uh, watching a movie and you see somebody familiar and like, I know them. I, I know them. Where are they from? And that's the moment that I had, except I knew he, where he was from. And I was like, Oh man. Oh man, I really hope he's not like this stuck-up, pretentious guy. Spoilers, he's not. Not, well, <laughs> kind of not. Uh, he's. I can just say that he's not the same character in the Destiny universe that he is in this one. And he really helps out Aloy, who was our main character, who is just... <sighs> insert whatever expletive here. Cool. She is just really really cool and she's not dumb which is man which is such a breath of fresh air when it comes to uh like characters in general i don't want them to learn all of these things that i as a human living in this reality know already like i know i know the earth is round i've known for years and same with her like and it's the same in our past so man i should i am doing a terrible job of this but in, in Horizon Zero Dawn, society has collapsed entirely, and we are like thousands of years into the future, and you have uh, robots that have basically taken over the world, but they're not like the Terminator robots that you see in movies. They uh, are animals, basically. They are animal-based robots, and they have taken over the world, and they are hostile to people. And so people hunt and fight the machines, but they also do what, you know, like the native peoples here and in the rest of the part of the world, when it came into contact, they would, after they made a kill, they would use the parts of that animal in clothing or in weapons or whatever. And the same thing happens here, except it's with robots. So their weapons are different. Their technology is different. Their clothing is different. Their armor is different. It's all different even their like religion is completely based on these machines and that is it's so cool when you sit back and you think about it it's like oh man these guys really put a lot of effort into this story and yeah it shows so you have all of this stuff 
going on. So our main character, Halo, it dis- she decides to pursue this question she's had for so long. Where do I come from? Like, who is my mother? And she goes through all of these trying to find answers for this. And don't worry, don't worry. I'll put in spoilers uh, below. So uh, when we get to spoilers, I'll let you know. But it's really cool. And what's what's even more, other than the beauty, other than the acting, uh, the gameplay mechanics are fantastic. So as I said earlier, I played Uncharted. I played the entire series and that game introduced uh, like wall climbing mechanics where in a world you could jump up on a wall and you could basically scale it and swing and you could do all these things that in previous types of games similar you couldn't do that and i think it was a very frustrating thing for gamers to be like man this game is so great but like if i was there i would just climb over the wall or i would just you know step over that bush and then i would just keep going well in uncharted you can the downside to uncharted is there are so many moments where you get to a wall and you climb up on it and you turn your um your uh, like your stick so that it's aiming let's say it's aiming to the right and then you jump sometimes your character would just fall to his death or you would go up to a wall that you thought you could climb and then you would just see this dumb animation of nathan drake the main character of uncharted would just like do this animation of like trying to climb the wall but then like not really and it basically tells you that you can't climb this wall or that's this part but then you move like two inches to the left or the right and you can climb it magically is it it was the biggest critique i had of that game that the climbing and jumping mechanics didn't always they weren't very intuitive and again uncharted games came out before this uh i think uncharted uncharted 4 came out in 2016 and it shows like everything is so much better than the previous games but horizon zero dawn really perfected that and there are so many times in this game where like i didn't even have to think about moving from ledge to ledge or um jumping onto something so i can swing down it just the game is very intuitive and it's like hey look you're in the right area let's just do this and then you just do it it's that easy you don't have to worry about anything Now, there are some ledges and there are some rocks and there are some areas where you're like, man, I feel like I should be able to climb that. But really, nah, you're not going to be able to climb it. But then that's okay. It's it's to be it's to be expected. You can't climb everything in this game. It's already so complex that the little the little things don't really bother you that much. The the bow animation so she carries around multiple different types of weapons and the most prominent that you'll see in the trailers i will have linked below uh is a bow and she uses a bow different types of bows different arrows and that felt really good um being able to draw a bow back and hold it or um oh man that was really worrying for me so again i'm coming from like a destiny experience in destiny which is again like a first person shooter destiny unless you have a certain type of exotic on which is like a piece of armor that gives you special abilities unless you have that on and it's only on one class of character and there are three different classes unless you have that exotic on you can only hold the drawstring of the bow back for a certain amount of time and then the character will just let it go or you have to switch weapons and then pull it back and it's it's so frustrating because you only get a few seconds and you, you can't hold it indefinitely not in horizon zero dawn you can hold that bow back as long as you want and that's really nice because sometimes you want to slow things down with which is another another gameplay mechanic you can slow time down 
for like a few seconds. And some people have seen this in like things like Red Dead Redemption, where you can slow things down and you can do the same thing here. It's a bit different, but the idea is the same. And then you can like track your perfect shot or figure out, you know, where things are when you're zoomed in like that. And that was, again, really nice and really appreciated because I didn't even think about that going in. But when I pulled the drawstring back, I was like, oh man, okay, I better let this go. And then like, Ilo just kept holding it back. I was like, huh, wonder how long I can do this forever. That's the answer. You can do it as long as you want, as long as you need. And that, that was really nice. So that was really cool. I think the, man, I think the final thing that I really, really enjoyed and really appreciated about this game and other than like how positive, how beautiful it is, how great of an escape it was for me uh like from reality because i think that's one thing that we all look for in any type of media is to be able to jump in and kind of forget about everything else and that's what this game did for me in uncharted the story definitely did that for me um i was only pulled out by the gameplay mechanics when like jumping wouldn't work and i would just like fall to my death in last of us i mean i had already read tons of zombie movies like i mean we had world war z 28 days later like the list goes on and on right but uh, I still enjoyed how beautiful that game was. It was just the story was kind of boring for me. But for this, not only was the story beautiful, not only was just everything just so well done, but the end of the game is great. And when I say end of the game, I also mean the uh, the expansion, which is the Frozen Wilds, which if you get Horizon Zero Dawn now, you already get the expansion, so you don't need to worry about it. It's been long enough. So at the end of the game, once you like complete the story, it basically tells you, it's like, hey, look, you can keep going forward or you can go back and do more side quest stuff, do more exploring, do whatever you want. It makes it very clear, like, hey, look, this is this is the point in the story where you will finish the story no matter what, or you can go explore more. It makes it very apparent in the game. So this is where I'm going to say spoilers because uh, there are some spoilery things that I'm about to talk about. So if you are looking for new games or looking for like a fun experience and you don't really feel like doing the same thing over and over again, seriously, Horizon Zero Dawn, 10 out of 10. Don't even have to think about it. But let's get into spoilers. So at the end of the game, you get to basically, you get the option to replay the entire game. Now, lots of games do this. Lots of games allow you to just go play the campaign all over again. But the downside to those games is you basically start all over from scratch. You lose all your weapons, all your armor, uh, all your rank, uh, your power-ups, like everything. You lose it all, and you just start over, and you just work your way back up, doing different things, making different choices. Horizon Zero Dawn gives you what's called New Game Plus, which I guess uh, I guess you could say Apple stole their uh, TV Plus and podcast. And just, anyways, so... New Game Plus, I, I guess is what it's called. It's New Game with a plus single next to it. It is so cool because it basically is like, hey, look, you get to restart the campaign or you get to restart the story, but you keep everything you have. Now, there are certain things that it doesn't tell you, or maybe it does and I completely skipped it. Certain upgrades that you get throughout the game uh, are only unlocked at a certain point in the story. So you can't just like start right away and start summoning animals to you. That way you can start riding them right away. That's an ability you learn later on. And so once you once you get to that point in the story, all of those 
upgrades are unlocked for you after you uh, uh, upgraded them the last game. So that's really cool. And I think it's really fun to go back and play as like the overpowered god that you've become. It's it is a lot of fun. It's really satisfying to just, you know, use the weakest bow you have in the game and then just shoot something and then kill it. And it's it's really satisfying. But also, because you've already beat the story, you can pay attention to a lot of the a lot of the smaller things that you may not have noticed. There's a little thing that I found in the game, which I think is probably my favorite yet. Uh, in this world, there are also like regular animals. So you have like boars and you have turkeys and rabbits and you have a ton of different like actual animals that aren't robotic. And in a certain part of the game, there are two rabbits that are just like cuddling up next to each other. And they have names. So every other rabbit in this game is just like when you hover over them, it just says rabbit. But these two have names. Uh, it's Jack and Jazz, I think. I think those were the names of them. I, I have a screenshot that I'll try and throw in the show notes. And uh, I just thought it was super cute. They were just hanging out. They don't run away like other rabbits when you come up to them. You could just look down at them. And uh, I mean, I guess you could kill them, but why? This is just mean. So naturally, I just left them alone. And I just took off and went to go kill other things. But again, like that, those are the little like Easter egg things that you love to find and you notice after you've already played through the game because you're so distracted by everything else going on. And then here, you finally get to like see different ways that you could go about playing the game. And I think that was one of those things that I noticed. But overall, I think this is such a solid, beautiful game that anyone of any age could get into it and enjoy it. I think it is so beautiful and so fun and intuitive and immersive and there's elements that just about anyone could really get into and understand it's not a it's not really complicated so i think that's probably i think those are all the reasons why i think this is this is one of those recommendations where like i finished it and i was like oh this is going on persuade you like this this is going on there as soon as i can get in front of a mic and here we are um so i think that's that's gonna do it uh if you have any questions comments concerns feel free to let me know and i'll see you next time okay bye